0: This is our three hundred ninety seventh episode. We're getting close to four hundred, and I think if we if we think about like things to come, it'll be like an iPhone hands on experience, Ooh, or maybe, or, or maybe like an October event preview or something like that, or,
1: or it'll just land on the week before the iPhone comes out and that'll suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because so. uh, three ninety seven is this, three ninety eight it'll be the event. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it might actually be hands on. Yeah, hands on with the iPhone fourteen. Cool nice yeah, well damn we're so good at we, 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 yeah we planned that years ago it was amazing
0: uh this week we've got some stories uh going on before the event uh, as well as our predictions for what we will see and our expectations starting off with some apple watch uh discussion <laughs> this this is uh some drama about uh will it's just sort of every year you know sort of yeah. a, sort of a like You get tense and you're unsure, but for those folks with large Apple Watch band collections or even if you have like one really nice band that you paid a lot of money for and you want to hope that it will work with your next Apple Watch upgrade. It's back again this year because of the Apple Watch Pro, which is presumably um, going from small and large to having small, medium and large and large being bigger than the medium version. Uh, A whole new size option, not just a a different take on on an existing size. So. Um, I think the fear there is that the bands either just won't be compatible at all or will look weird. Um, the logic, I think the logical thing there is that, you know, you, you've always had 38, 40 and 41 be compatible and you've always had 42, 44 and 45 be compatible. And with 45 sticking around and this, whatever, what are you looking at? Like 40, what is it 47?
1: Yeah, yeah. 47, 48.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That just seems to be like a whole new version of size, not just
1: taller with the same width or so. Uh, Combined and, with the supposed like chassis redesign, like he's not going to be as rounded or whatever.
0: Yeah. So, so would guess you know if you if you've ever if you've always stuck with the same like big large version or you know bigger smaller version, then you're probably okay. And if you're going for the pro, then this is just, it's like as if you were changing from the smaller to the larger or vice versa. What I would expect.
1: Yeah, I think cause I think it's unlikely that the series eight in general not support the series seven bands
0: especially if it looks mostly i mean if it's identical on the 41 and 45
1: side like even if the the more flat edge came to every model which we don't expect to happen but even if you want to say that's the case that doesn't really impact the band like the main thing that will ever change i think will ever impact band compatibility is if they want to make the watch a lot thinner or if they want to change the width but as long as the width stays the, stays the same and they're not going to make it like super thin so they need like a new clasp or the lugs to get smaller or whatever then i feel like there's no reason for them to break the bank apparently not that i don't think they would do it like if they have a design that is modern and futuristic and new and the downside is that oh that the bands don't work anymore i think they'd 100% do it but they're not going to do it just out of spite they'll do it if there's a reason to uh and you know 7 years president shows that they haven't yet found a reason to do it and I don't think anything rumored on the normal models will mean that there'll be any issue there. If you remember, like the Series 4 generation, there was a whole debacle then about whether band compatibility would be an issue. And Apple originally said that the bands, the Series 4 bands were incompatible with the previous years, uh, even at the same sizes. And that was mostly down to like a change in the logs, like the way the curve of the logs was slightly different. So yeah, technically it didn't look as nice if you use the older bands, but they still worked. But in terms of Apple's... You know, precise descriptions—they didn't fit. But maybe that would begin this—the uh, thing that would happen again this year, where you know, technically, if you have got the brand new bands, they they look the best, but the old ones still work. I think and different then parts the-
0: of the company write the text of like um, compatibility. You know, someone writes a support document, and they have a different idea than what someone from the Apple Watch organization would say. Mm-hmm. For, you know, versus even higher up at like marketing, and they're like, no, everything's compatible. <laughs> because it happens yeah, and with iPad. You go like the upper well.
1: echelons of the industrial design team, and they're so nitpicky about everything it's like if the corner radius of this band does not match 100% then it's in- incompatibility but for all practical uses they're the same uh, and then for the pro size like you say 41 millimeter bands aren't compatible with 45 millimeter bands already so this and the, the apple watch pro or series 8 big one is going to just be a bigger size so the width of the connector for the band is going to be bigger so it matches the width of the case in which case yes those bands will be incompatible and you have to buy a new one i don't think they ever did drama because that's yeah
0: if they ever did make the like first two original sizes you know whatever the millimeter version is but just the small and larger version so much thinner that it did break band compatibility you know after all these years i think it would be okay because the thinness just being a dramatic difference enough to cause bending compatibility i think on its own would be pretty cool uh, And also, with this, you know, with, with like iPhones, when they went from iPhone four to iPhone five, or four eyes to five, um, the phone got a lot thinner because it was taller and it was like spread out more. Do you think that they'll, that that will happen for the pro version, or do they do they keep that just as thick but more so they have more bag- battery inside and everything? Because you know they they could say we made an even bigger version and it's thinner, just so more attractive. Um, But or are they using you know which is probably the answer, but are they using that extra? um, Area inside for for more battery and everything.
1: Yeah, like I'd love a, them to do an Apple Watch design which is thinner because I like how the Apple Watch looks in general. But you look at it side on and it does feel a bit too pebbly, like I mean like a stone, right? It just looks big uh, on the wrist. So I'd love if they did the thinner version. But yeah, I'm not expecting the Apple Watch Pro chassis to be advertised as being thinner. I think, like you say, this is going to be their one for. You know, extreme sports, extreme marathons, extreme hiking, and they're really going to push the battery life angle to better compete with those. You know, higher, more, you know, high end like Garmin watches and stuff, where they offer you know weeks of battery life, and the Apple Watch normal offers a day, and this Apple Watch Pro will probably get you two to three days.
0: Hopefully, I would also add to that extreme list: extreme not wanting to charge it every night, and extreme doing nothing for several days at a time. So, mm-hmm. in the same category. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And it was like if you go back to the the first Apple Watch re- release, like one of the initial criticisms was then was, looks good, looks better than you know alternatives for a smartwatch, way better than like a, a you know the the Pebble smartwatch, not the Rock, but the Pebble smartwatch. Um, but hopefully future versions will be thinner. And they never went thinner; they always got thicker <laughs> because they added more inside slightly. But they've never gone thinner than the
1: first version, I believe. Yeah, I kind of wish they would go a bit thinner, but they haven't.
0: And then uh, next up, we've got some Apple uh, AR headset news based on trademarks, a couple of new names that are, are floating around uh, for different use cases. So what are those?
1: Yeah, this is via Bloomberg. Uh, Mark Gurman, he reported that through you know various shell companies around the world, Apple is registering trademarks for Reality One, Reality Pro, and Reality Processor, which are some interesting names. Presumably, they would if they were productized it would be like apple reality one or apple reality pro uh i think these are pretty good names like the headset is ex- we're not we're not practically expecting it to be announced this year i mean although it's really up to apple when they do it because it's going to be announced many months ahead of its shipping anyway so if they really want to you know go out with a bang this year they could do it at a september october event but most people seem to have landed on the idea that it won't be announced till early next year and then ship like in the summertime Uh, But if you think of the the, like this product is going to be their first generation, high end, expensive, almost developer model kind of headset. Like it's it's not going to be mass consumer uh, because all of the reports are like this thing's at least two grand, if not more. And so a name like Apple Reality 1 to indicate that this is their like first time out the door with something. And it's, you know, yeah, yeah, first of many, like first... (laughs) attempt almost like first public prototype right this is the one and we're going to carry on and we're going to have like a new you know one down the road that actually um more fulfills a consumer vision i think that works similarly reality pro slap the pro on the end then that can justify the price in a different way like look this is the pro you know this is our first pro one down the road we'll have an apple reality that isn't pro and that'll be what we expect most people to buy uh, and then obviously reality processor can brand anything they want like they can just use that as the new name instead of like m1 or m2 they can just call it the reality processor uh, which they love to do because it's their custom silicon designs but yeah i think i think if you came out with something called like uh, apple reality would be like the product group right like the overall the overall like family name and then for their first model if it was rally one rally pro they're pretty good names i'd say like not too long short enough that people get what's going on and I think reality is a decent contraction of like mixed reality or main reality, virtual reality without you have to say AR, VR blah, 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 blah all the time. People will get it. Like it doesn't if you fully dig into the definition of what reality means, then it doesn't really make much sense. But I think it's a cool name. Like well, I to, could imagine them announcing the Apple reality one. Yeah, to be to be pedantic, I mean we live in reality one, I believe, so it would need yeah. to be reality <laughs> two if you wanted to, to
0: go down that route. But um, having watched uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie in in an IMAX theater last week ahead of uh, the Andor series coming out on Disney Plus, it was a, the re-release of the movie. Um, Rogue One, Reality One, I just kind of get that same vibe from it. It sounds pretty cool. Um and also just to to add to the the argument that it you know rogue one or excuse me reality one has the the sort of prototype vibe to it, and they know that many more will come later they They didn't say iphone one you know with with one as an numeral or spelled out or iPad one. they only did Apple watch series one when they needed a successor name to the first generation Apple watch <laughs> to, to to indicate a lesser version of the series two the second version of the apple watch that was still better than the first generation, so um so I like that, you know. If, if this is what they do, of course, it's just trademarks. So who knows? Uh, and, and in terms of you know timing for announcement, I th- I think there was at least one rumor in the last couple of weeks that that believed that the Apple Watch Pro will be sort of the one more thing, if not you know in in that being like the you know actually set out on stage, you know, or in in the video, one more thing here it is um at least being like they do the the normal event where they show you maybe they show you the phones first go through all those as expected and then they show you the watches as expected and then like okay that's the event and and then they show you last the 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 new entry the higher entry into the apple watch lineup because it's a new um sort of sort of you know shot at that at a higher end so that would make sense and in which case they've done that
1: playbook many Mm -hmm. times recently like the oh we, we're kind of done but here's our last one without specifically saying one more thing yeah I I, um, what, immediately, that. what immediately comes to mind is like the uh the ultra trip for the Mac studio sure like, yeah they were like and here's the m1 you know here's the m1 um max max uh, Mac studio blah, blah. but also our engine's been working really hard on this other chip and here's the, the ultra they did that with the map of pros as well right where they kind of like announced it with the m1 pro and then they were like well actually we've also done it <laughs> double again with the m1 max so, yeah take,
0: take everything we just said and 2x that yeah
1: yeah <laughs> which isn't a decent approximation of the of the pro too and <laughs> yeah just make it bigger and it's the same yeah uh but yeah like i i, I could see it uh apple rally one being announced at like a january february march event and then ships in the summertime and i think it's a decent name for something that isn't meant to be the mass consumer device and maybe they follow up in like 2024 2025 they can do reality 2 they could do reality pro 2 and then if they have like the the lightweight glasses that are also rumored then they could do apple glasses right they could do apple glass or apple reality glass like that product family has a lot of that branding has a lot of play and and, and ways to expand so unlike a lot of apple's names this one I'm, i'd be pretty on board with from the beginning it doesn't sound too crazy it sounds pretty sensible okay firstly this week Happy Hour is brought to you by Upside. Inflation is hitting all of us where it hurts and it really hurts. who isn't cringing at the pump these days or wincing at their latest food or energy bill However there's actually an app that can help lessen the strain. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas groceries or dines out and cash back on every purchase with upside to get started download the free upside app and use our promo code 95 Mac and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Then, whatever you're buying, claim an offer in the Upside app, check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and that's all it takes for you to get paid with cash back appearing in your Upside account. And it's real money cash back, no points or loyalty rewards to mess about with. Now, Zach, I know you tried Upside at the weekend. Is it is really as easy as that?
0: Yeah, it really is. You you told me uh, over the weekend that uh, Upside was coming up, and to give the app a shot, and so I did. Uh, It was super easy. I had an empty tank of gas when my gas light was on, and I needed to get to not just a gas station, but the nearest gas station. And it just so happened that the closest gas station, sort of in the middle of nowhere, supported Upside. So it isn't like you've got to find you know specific brands. That it's it's. Pretty easy to find a place where upside supported, and I went from empty to a folding of gas about thirty eight dollars uh, at the time, and um, this is, just like that, I got two dollars and four cents back. Which you were you were impressed. I didn't know what to expect, but you were impressed by the amount of return on on that. You know, two dollars from thirty eight. So. Um,
1: for, for essentially doing nothing yeah, Not
0: bad. yeah it was really easy to do i didn't have to tell anybody i was i was doing upside i i just you know it, it takes into account your information on the app and then you just do the transaction as normal and um super easy to use so i was really satisfied
1: in fact in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs you can earn three times more cash back with upside upside users are already earning more than a million dollars a week using the app so download the free upside app and use promo code nine to five mac to get five dollars or more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more that's five dollars more cash back on your first purchase of ten dollars or more using promo code nine to five mac thanks to upside for sponsoring the show i did not know about our promo code yet so (laughs) yeah so your (laughs) cash back was
0: without any bonus everyone will get a better deal than i did yeah indeed way to go uh, next up, we've got uh, something in the notes you have here called Zach's take on the far out event uh, branding, because he was far out last week. Guess I was, yeah. <laughs> guess I
1: was. Well, you went here last I week, obviously, here. and so yeah. me and Chance were talking about like the invite and stuff. Yeah, uh, I think it's a cool invite. Just mm-hmm. wanted to get your. Co- I think you think it's a pretty good one too, right?
0: Oh, well, you know, I hate space and I hate yeah. things there. Like- <laughs> <laughs> like the, no, it's it's cool. Uh, I mean, just to be specific, I was week because my, my uh, five-year-old broke his arm and that was scary. But um, over the weekend, I, I was uh, at Kennedy Space Center where NASA was um, attempting to launch the, the Artemis 1 mission and uh, was there through the decision not to launch that and Hopefully I'll be back this weekend. But yeah, I, I love all of the space theme stuff at this time of the year. And there's so many cool things that Far Out could mean, you know, especially with the star, like the star field that they're using. Um, you know, it could just be a theme, but because we've had rumors before of, you know, ways to take better photos of the nighttime sky than, than, than we currently have. And that's a feature on... Samsung phones that that has pretty impressive results where you got like cr- a crazy zoom and detail on like the moon like if you see a beautiful moon in the sky you can try and take a picture with your iPhone you can zoom in to make it look terrible and washed out but that's hard to do right now um you sort of need a dedicated camera for that or you know one of these Android phones that can do it pretty well um so to be able to do that on the on the iPhone it feels like it's time for that you know it's a little little late for that but um you know, great feature for this year fits the far out branding, especially because those things are far out from your lens. Um, and there's lots of other meanings that can, you know, it it could fall into, but satellite features and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. The satellite stuff, everything like that. So, uh, that's all very cool. I, I really just hope, you know, at a minimum that it's about taking better pictures of the nighttime sky, because that's hard to do right now. That's one of the reasons why you might want, you know, uh, um, a, a separate camera and, you know, a lot of glass to be able to do that with a lens. So, um, bringing that to the iphone makes it upgrade worthy now w- w- do, you know we'll talk more about this in a little later on but like does that feature only happen on the pro phones or mm-hmm. are they using pro phone branding to um you know theme the event probably and that's okay i think but um, either way I'm, I'm looking forward to that particular aspect they,
1: they've done that before like the um the original iphone 7 plus with the dual camera like the event image for that was kind of like blurry bokeh yeah you know kind of yeah. hinting at the bokeh effect that you get with portrait mode mm-hmm. that was obviously at that time exclusive to the most expensive model and stuff so they, yeah whenever they focus on a feature or two they they don't really care which one is on <laughs> just like, here it is and if if it doesn't apply to you they'll just say hey it was a cool fun event because they're <laughs> definitely doubling down on the space theme too because if you look on like the twitch promotions for the live stream uh, next week that apple's like tweeting out using their not actual tweets, but, you know, promoted tweet system, which is still kind of stupid. But anyway, that's what they're doing. Now mm-hmm. they, they will say, like, get ready to launch. Tune into the Apple event next week. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're doubling down the space team. And I think it's cool. And just the event image that they have, like the artwork, it's one of the better ones. Because I kind of get some of their ones where they're just like, oh, here's a geometric manipulation or transformation of the apple logo kind of boring like but this one's cool with the space space field and it's almost like it's come from like the james webb telescope and how yeah, it's I say, stuff. Uh, that's, that's, cool. an, that's another yeah. good
0: thing i mean space is cool always but also space is like very in right now with, with lots of news happening from you know nasa going back to the moon and the james Webb telescope bringing far out images from deep space to us in great detail uh i mean i think we talked about this some some place you know within the network but uh, after the james webb space telescope images came back the initial ones it's like those would be very cool wallpapers to incorporate you know yeah in I'm some way. Sure. we
1: must have mentioned that unhappy hour and yeah like...
0: and of course you can make it your own wallpaper but like to do the new depth effect and have the animation detail that you get when you have the, the, the pre-loaded ones from apple that are basically little apps that run that would be cool so you know hopefully they, they've they got all this the space tie-in oh, stuff so apple far apple tv
1: screensavers
0: I, I yeah i think you mentioned that as well so yeah that that would be very very cool so I'm, I'm you know less than a week away i can't wait to see what it means hopefully it's not like just some random yeah, yeah, that, thing that's the chose.
1: feature they're saving for the ios 16gm it's a uh, james webb space wallpapers that's, yeah that's <laughs> obviously what they're holding back on anyway let's talk about the apple watch series 8 or what we expect because This event is definitely going to feature an iPhone. It's definitely going to feature an Apple Watch and maybe some other stuff uh, that we'll cover at the end. But Apple Watch Series 8, the non-probe model to start with we'll focus on is there anything rumored?
0: <laughs> well, so so uh, you know, I, I I sort of hinted at this and sort of came, you know realized this in the last segment, but I do think that the iPhone starts this time, and the watch is second because the watch has that surprise ending to it. Yeah, uh, and and the the phones as great as they are, I think they're they don't have a big surprise in store for us this year, or, you know, or even like big surprise compared to last year. So uh, I think the phones to go first, but in either case, I I I do feel like the theme of the event is that the pro except the, the pro hardware still's the show, both in terms of the Apple Watch series eight in general feels very much like the, the the movement from series five to six to seven, where it was, you know, one one specific thing different, not a massive change. Uh, but it feels like this, okay, the the Apple picked one major thing to make marketable this year. That's the change they've delivered. Next year they will pick one more thing to do that with. And that will be the change. But when you look at the pro watch, it's like, Oh, it's more than just the one thing. It's it's a lot of different things. Same thing on the phones that we'll talk about later, both the, you know, the the non pro phones just feel like (laughs) small iterations that would be like boring S years in the past. And this year they're like, Boring, but they're also more affordable than the pro versions. And our attention is mostly on the pro stuff, the higher end stuff, because we're the enthusiasts about this stuff. But yeah, for the Apple Watch non-Pro Series Eight, like we've got rumored colors change. The color changes, the color changes mostly just omit colors from the previous year, like from last year. So I think we'll we'll, we'll uh, start out with fewer colors than we than we had this year, based on what Shrimp Tr- 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 Apple Pro has said. Um uh, they've, they've also set a new shade of red, which will be the third red Apple watch to come out. Um, they did sort of a, a bright red the first year, last year was sort of a deeper red. What will this year be? Maybe somewhere in between. Then there's the satellite rumor. So presumably if this satellite internet service, you know, or satellite emergency, emergency, data, service. Yeah, emergency, emergency like, data, yeah, emergency like tech service comes to be. You know, that's a great feature to have on an Apple watch of any sort. You know, we talk about the rugged Apple watch, the pro version that can do all these different things. But um, in essence, like every Apple watch is a is a version of that. It just isn't as extreme, doesn't go as far, but would say it would be a huge miss if Apple did satellite emergency services, satellite based emergency services on on the high end watch and they didn't bring it to every Apple watch because like even the relatively, you know, uh, boring series eight you know non-pro this year like that will be an upgrade over the non-pro you know there's no pro last year but but just kind of uh existing series seven so you do want some new features and, and I mean, body be,
1: body temperature sensor is rumored
0: the, it, it is rumored right and yeah. you know in if, if you look at the history of, of apple watch upgrades each year they tend to take one feature whether it's the Always on display, or the EKG. EKG came with also the redesign of the Apple Watch with the Series Four. Yeah, that was, that a, bit was of a
1: bumper year. That
0: was, that was a great year. <laughs> the uh, Series Six, he got the the blood oxygen sensor, which I can't sing the praises of. You know, it's there, but but um, it, 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 as much as EKG doesn't apply directly to me, I, I you know we we often see the stories where the EKG feature has made a big impact on people's lives, and they've discovered heart issues that they would not have otherwise discovered. haven't seen the same thing happen with blood
1: oxygen maybe just more peace of mind or awareness of what's going on but um, and the ecg does double as a alternative way to measure your heart rate so like it does obviously you do the the, um, optical sensors by default but if you put your finger on that crown when you're in the heart rate app you can measure precisely your heart rate uh, using the magnets using the the electro the electrodes so it does have a little purpose there even if you're not under the uh, atrial fibrillation bucket Yeah. And then series
0: seven was the even bigger screen, which, you know, I, I think like a, a largely is seen as not as big of a, a change from series three to series four, which is true, but mm-hmm. it's also a bigger change than if series seven looked like series six, like there is when you go from a series seven back to a series six or earlier, like series four through six, it does look older. It does look like the bezel's thicker. You even can definitely
1: if, tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Functionally. They they've given you you know at least one new watch face where you can now you know that you've got the 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 two big complications of the graph the graph style but uh, and then you've got the one where it wraps around the numbers wrap around the dial but you could probably do this on the other one anyway
1: but um and they you have like the 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 screen you know the the coloured part of the screen optically bends to the edges more which does look you know it's, it's all it is is aesthetics but it does look cool uh yeah as an Apple
0: Watch series. Where that aspect of it don't don't i think it was overplayed, hyped yeah. yeah in the beginning and and to the to this extent that you could always look at the the rounded corner and see some display there refracting from the inside like uh i don't if you didn't tell me that was the case i might not have picked up on it as like a, a nicety of, of the change but but yeah you know this like if you just take that and and presumably like the, the apple watch does get a new Chip of some flavor this year. What are, what are we calling it? Well, even the rumor
1: is that it is the same CPU and GPU as the previous year. Yeah, you remember that? Like it's, yeah. it's like it's going to be the first time for three years. It's going to have the same because the previous year's CPU and GPU was the same as the year before as well. So yeah, they'll give it a new name. They'll, they'll call it the S whatever number we're on. Yeah, but, um, is, is it on three or I don't know, but whatever. No, number like it's probably on S8. Yeah, <laughs> it's S7 was last year, so I think I think it is the S8 chip technically.
0: Okay, so whatever yeah. S number we're on, and, and the justification for that will be it's body temperature sensor y- now connected
1: to the motherboard.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and or satellite, you know.
1: The so, satellite sat- thing isn't happening on the watches. I don't think
0: you don't think so, but just a, no, oh, I think oh. the
1: battery life just it, it, like you need big radios and. It, churns battery So they definitely want to get satellite on the watches eventually. But I, I think... can
0: see it being, I mean, because it is so limited, I could even treat cellular as a limited feature as well. But um I can see it being there just even even less like if whatever you're able to do on the iPhone, even less drawback back, you know, more, more even less like simpler than, than or more simpler than that on the, on the Maybe, watch, maybe. But, but
1: I, I I think it's definitely coming to the iPhone maybe like a five percent chance it's on the watches this year
0: yeah yeah okay uh but yeah all in all like if that if that's the series eight you know you before can measure your temperature so talk it. about the pro that's just, mm-hmm. uh, temperature measuring it to me is more applicable than blood oxygen sensor true which you know uh, what,
1: what is it more applicable than the blood <laughs> oxygen yeah sensor?
0: the like for blood oxygen you'll hear people say like whenever i had covid i could i could watch my blood oxygen levels change and it it lined up with what i expected to happen or I was feeling unwell and the blood oxygen sensor showed a lower percentage and then I tested for COVID and I had it like I think in all the situations it didn't make a difference it was just like it, it correlated <laughs> with with the situation um, the, the temperature thing I think that you know even if it's just relative temperature changes over time uh, I think that was r- useful because <laughs> we often do say like am i running a fever you know and then the first thing you do is like you feel your forehead well, i don't feel mm-hmm. hot you know or you know another data point on that would be would be nice um and then there's but there's, there has
1: been conflicting re- reporting on how much detail the, the temperature sensor will give you right so like it's unclear if you actually get a number or yeah if it would right. just be like you're at you're at your average level or you're over your average level or you're under your average level and you know even even the, the second like less fine grain information does have value but as a feature to try out, you know, when you get your new watch and you bring it home, it is cool to actually be able to see, like, it says 39 degrees or it's, a, you know, like, like... I, I could see it being as simple as
0: green is normal, red's higher, mm-hmm. blue's lower, and that's all you get. <laughs> but...
1: Very possibly that could be. Yeah, yeah, that could be yeah but all in all, like, if, if you combine that with your heart rate, in heart rate, you can probably make a decent, you know, pseudo diagnosis just based on those two factors.
0: Yeah, but all of that, like, those things alone, I think they do equal an Apple Watch Series 8 it isn't like they've ta- they've done less just the year than they've done in years past so that they can save other things for the pro model. The sure. pro model is basically just because of the change in form factor, you can do different things with that. And they've made it that form factor so that you can do those different things without, you know, like you, you could have the smaller version, have a larger battery in the same screen size. It'll be thicker. Like this is, you know, people who want those things that want longer battery life that want, um, you know, even to be able to see things better or, or different durability levels. Like that's what the, the power model does. And I don't think that it makes the, you know, like this year it probably will make the series eight look, look more boring than usual just because it's there to compare. But like say every single year before that, <laughs> this, the, the normal, like the higher number version, you know, even when we had series one and two, like it, it, it was just normal. Like, and, you know, like, so I've already seen like commentary of like, Oh, the series eight is going to be a big drag this year. Like, you know, but Sure, compared to the Pro, you know, but but also it's not it's also the best choice for a lot of people. Like not everyone. I think the Pro will be like the least selling one. You know.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Especially if it's that nine hundred dollar price point. Because mm-hmm. t- just before we talked about the Pro, I do think there's a chance that they'll do an Apple Watch SE update. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Series Three should be dead, right? And I think what might happen is the one ninety nine price point currently occupied by the Series Three. Is replaced by the current Apple Watch SE at one ninety nine, and then they add like a Apple Watch SE two, which maybe has always on display, and that's around two seventy nine price. The, the the same what in the same lineup? You think there'd be an SE
0: at one ninety nine and an SE two at two eighty?
1: Yeah, because I don't think they're gonna make the I don't think they I think they're gonna do another SE, and I bet that means it's not gonna hit the one ninety nine. But the Series three has to be gone this year because it's unsupported by WatchOS 9 so if you think about the lower end of the lineup right now they have three watches right they have the series 3 they have the se and then they have the apple watch series 7 so series 3 goes away i still think they need three price points to hit so you put the apple the the current apple watch se in that 199 spot then you have the series 8 at the current price which is around you know 400 you need something in the middle like that current 279 price point 299 price point so i reckon there'll be an apple watch se 2 which is some amalgamation of the current Apple SE and the Series 8, maybe just like always on display and faster processor or something. So uh, my, and that will be on sale as well.
0: My guess would be that you don't get an SE1 at a lower price and an SE2 in the same year, that those are different. Like one falls out and the other... Comes and that that two eighty price point isn't as important because I think right now like I don't know the data but I would guess that you sell a lot of a lot of Apple Watches at two hundred and you sell a lot of Apple Watches at four hundred or whatever the number is of the lowest model but um, that isn't an SE or or, or Series Three but I wouldn't guess that they would do an SE because at that point it's also the Series Three problem again where you sell a lot of the two hundred dollars ones and people who want the newest best thing they get the actual Series Eight and the Series 2 would be the new SE 2 would be the new SE 1 that's like who is that actually for like who's that the best watch for so with, with even less argument against the SE 1 because the Series 3 like we can all say don't get that you're out of space you don't get as many features you really don't get the new OS this year but with an SE 1 versus an SE 2 it'd be like uh, almost as bad as like the maybe even worse than like the MacBook, M, MacBook Air M1 and MacBook mm. Air M2 <laughs>
1: maybe i don't know like they sell on the iphone side they currently sell the iphone se the iphone 11 the iphone 12 and the iphone 13 iphone 13 pro like they have a lot of overlap on those earlier lines i could i think they could do that same thing on the watch side Hmm. we'll we'll see
0: we'll see we'll see yeah but but i would guess here's my actual prediction is that Mm -hmm. um seriously goes away at 199. And there's no Woo! longer, there's no longer a two hundred dollars option is what I would guess because
1: okay. I,
0: I think that, you know, either you do, so it's hard to think about an SE2 being better and cheaper than an SE1 at 280, but the SE1 is old and it's kind of like Apple TV where it's just, it's older priced higher than it ought, ought to be for way mm-hmm. too long. So it's hard to think about a newer better cheaper version coming out but they do hold on to that old price for so long that i think is possible but i don't think they go down to 200 for that i i don't even think they sell one for 200 even if they do an se like i, I don't think you get se1 and se2 in the same year and i think se2 could the, be t- the se
1: doesn't have an ecg right
0: don't think so has so fall detection but no ecg
1: so the so the se2 could be always on display ecg slightly newer processor that's that's a good value for 280 is what i'll say uh yeah but the car it's only because the car one's bad value for 280 right well like, I, thinking...
0: I also think that the like that that because it's apple that the se1 if it sticks around it doesn't go to 200 it doesn't stick at 180 or 280 probably but it would be probably like
1: 229
0: two, yeah i would say 230 which is like yeah i think if you look back at the first of apple watches they didn't have a 200 version it was like <laughs> closer to 300 or around 300 dollars mm-hmm. so um yeah, so that, that, I would say that you get an SE1 or SE2, not both. And if you get an SE2, it's 280. If you get an SE1, six around, replaces Series 3 at the lower end, it's not 200, it's like 230. So, i and can see that. If you really wanted to say that there's three, three, three prices in the lineup, then it's, it's uh, 230, 280, uh, 4, 430,
1: and 1000. Yeah, 1000. <laughs> <laughs> Let's that. talk about that $1,000 watch. Okay, cool. Let's do I it. I think it's too expensive. Um, they're going to give it the biggest screen ever, right? Because it's all rumors pointed to being 47 to 48 millimeters. And again, for the Apple Watch, remember, that's not diagonal screen. That's case height. So you're getting a couple of extra millimeters compared to the biggest 45 millimeter watch that they offer today. The but it is going to be the same. It's not going to be like round or anything crazy, but it's still a, you know, a rectangular squarish watch, but it's not going to have the super rounded edges, gonna be more flatter, supposedly, with a new design according to Mark Garman. I don't quite know how new new design it's gonna look, because there's not there's not a huge spectrum between what we had now and what we what would be if it was flatter edges. Like are they just going to go back to what the series three had where it was slightly flatter or what because the, they already made it slightly rounder with the series seven, right? So the, you know, if you make it slightly less round, it would just be going back to the Series Six, Series thingy. So I maybe they're gonna go super sharp and make it like the Apple Watch. Sorry, make it like the iPhone the you know, the iPhone 12 series where it really is straight-edged. Uh but I don't know if that uh, looks super good. They're still gonna have to have rounded corners. d we'll see. I don't it's definitely gonna have a new design, like it will be a different chassis, but I don't think it's gonna be like, whoa, hold your horses. This I want this immediately on the smaller watches too, you know. Like I think it'll be iterative and cool, but I like that wouldn't be a a selling point to me of spending you know nine hundred dollars on it for instance. So
0: the the bigger screen, you know, that's that's another that's an obvious way to, to price it higher, just because that's how they make the difference between the existing watches now. Um, the report about the glass being flat on top, I'm like you've I've, I've probably seen mockups of uh, people trying to interpret that as like flat on top entirely, like goes to a straight edge on top and then. Not actually like flat sides, but like the sides sink in and they're like bulbous on the back. Like it's like half new on top and half old on bottom. Um, I can see that. And I can also I can also see that flat sides Apple Watch. Remember that was like of like as the boxy Apple Watch is like it's like iPad Pro 2018, um, iPhone 12 and later where it really is boxed in that it never was intended to be boxed in in the way that the mock-ups in previous years were showing it to be. But it was like the flat sides mean that if you look on it straight on or from the sides, the top is flat and the sides are still curved. Or they're yeah. still bulbous. So I think that's probably how that... Because they're reporting. I mean, like a couple of things. Reporting, whenever you say that it's a big change, you know, <laughs> it's a major change. A major change equals any change at all. Because like what's... After the fact, a major change from reporting, we all say is like, yeah, I see. That, I see that there, there is a difference there, like you know. But
1: yeah, like you'd call iPhone 11 to iPhone 12 a major change. Yeah, but you talk to any regular person on the street, they'll struggle to tell them apart. Like, sure, I'm not saying like we're like higher and mighty and better than everybody. That's just the reality. Like most people don't even notice those kind of changes. Well, and even uh, if you do, like the you only could thing say, that I think was really, really like a striking big change was like iPhone 8 to iPhone 10, right? Of course, yeah and that was rare that's like a once in a 10 years kind of situation yeah that was the the, the least
0: iterative change you could also say that the the notch change between um what was 12 and 13 that Mm -hmm. you know you could if you were reporting on that you could say that there is a major change coming to the notch and then after the fact you could say there is a notice that there's a visible change but it isn't major (laughs) so the
1: the the amount of majorness can easily be scaled back to suit the reality right right yeah so uh, you know. but yeah, bigger screen. Obviously, you get bigger screen, but also it allows them to pack in a bigger battery, as mm-hmm. we previously mentioned, which I think is going to be a big draw like that. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like their biggest selling point of this pro watch is just like it's slightly more durable and it lasts three days or whatever. Well, I mean, there was so. an
0: there was an iPhone, and that's always how they've had bigger battery life on iPhones. That they they get help from the processor being more efficient, but they also give it new features that that use the processor more, so they get a bigger change whenever they they make the screen bigger. And it just, it's just that the more battery you have, it's more power to deliver than the larger screen takes up. So um, that's often the case is, you know, you get the bigger version, you get more battery. And it's especially true when you go from the mini to the max phones. Um, in, in this case, yeah. I mean, was, wasn't there an iPhone version that was like, it had the best battery life ever and they were slow to market that, even though that was like the selling point of it, maybe the the 10r was kind of like that yeah it was like they had be-
1: <laughs> like it the 10r had better battery life than the 10s despite being cheaper
0: right and so they, they didn't really want to push that but like that was the thing that made that recommendable to people and, that and was then the
1: year after with the 11 series they yeah. w- they wouldn't sharp a battery life on every model they're like battery yeah. life is two hours better battery life is three hours better battery life is four hours better so they yeah. like came around to it
0: yeah so that, that i mean and if you talk about the apple watch compared to any other you know watch <laughs> really watch uh it's the first thing people talk about is you know all that great stuff but better life isn't what you get even from this you know smart feature watch you know from anybody else so um and that's it, only
1: magnified when you are using it for like you know an active workout session with the heart rate sensor running continuously and then the, the, the battery life is even shorter where if you're trying and if you're trying to like use your watch for real like you know you used to do those marathons and stuff right or those you know really long races and the watch battery not as good as most sp- sporty watches out there for s- situations like that because especially if we we're doing like a marathon, not sure you'd get to the end of it and it would still be working. Oh, that's for and, sure. Like, and that's we're talking where to, the Series Eight Pro with the bigger battery can help.
0: Yeah, we're, we're talking so far about maybe you get two or three days of battery on a single charge, and I think that probably the case with like light usage without using it um, to the full extent. But the challenge for doing a marathon or especially a triathlon is that like you're you're lucky to finish even the marathon with a full battery and that's with scaling back the features turning off the display entirely having the heart rate either be an external heart rate monitor or just not not on you know like all of those different things to save power you're doing that just so you can maybe finish in time for the watch not to die to save your data um on yeah, when i on. say
1: i'm expecting two to three days i mean that with like you know actually using workouts and stuff not just like yeah. around with it yeah know?
0: the 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 other goal is is you know they've got these new workout groups and watch os 9 so the and you, you can try those now and there's there's even you know i think i saw I shared with you one something that was well written from someone who was you know actively doing those you know having those experiences with triathlons and it's like this watch even though the watch can now do it the body life doesn't match the capability of what the watch can track so it's it's either a pinch or you're doing a lot of stuff with charging in between and like to, which is something you want to worry about in those um experiences so yeah if, if they can say you get all day battery life after a triathlon or like with the triathlon that's, that's really good too even if, yeah, that's really good yeah separate from saying it's the most battery life ever you know from, from multi-day use or casual multi-day use
1: and we believe it is made of titanium
0: yeah, and if you look at the the Apple Watch Edition right now, you know, which is two shades of titanium, they start at eight hundred dollars for the smaller version, eight fifty for the larger version. So if there's, they say that they they did nothing but introduce a third size tier there, and this fifty dollars in between, then you, you go eight hundred, eight fifty, nine hundred, and say you do even more than that with the Pro version, you know, you. You you do charge a premium for the different look to it. That's that's a selling factor. Um, you know, th- there's more battery in between, but there's even a lot more battery in this one. So I think it's very reasonable to look at that and say nine fifty one thousand, you know, and then ten fifty for the larger one. And that's expensive for the watches, but they've always sold you a watch that costs more than the around four hundred dollars starting price, or for stainless steel around six hundred starting price. Uh, that, that the first edition is super anomaly where it was ten thousand to eighteen thousand dollars. But even in like the more down to earth versions of edition in years prior, like ceramic, you look at around twelve hundred dollars or so, mm-hmm. and like more than zero people bought ceramic. Like ceramic is, I think ceramics more popular as an edition than titanium is um especially the, the white ceramic it looks it just looks so nice like if you go to wwdc for example you'd see a lot of developers that care about the apple watch with a ceramic model i was like those are the enthusiasts um so whereas you d-
1: didn't have that happen with the actual gold versions when they were in ten thousand and eighteen thousand. and um yeah the price the, the the rumored price is reasonable in the context of like the apple watch lineup as it is yeah but I've never said that those higher end watches are reasonably priced. Like, no, I've yeah. no, that's why I've never bought them, right? Cause right. like They're just way too expensive compared to, for for what I feel like the value is of just like the same watch but with a different material in it. Yeah. But, and, yeah, and like, Apple, could, watch, but yeah, like titanium watch, but now it's bigger screen. They could definitely get to the nine hundred dollar price point based on what they sell the titanium watch for. Or yeah,
0: whatever. and Apple could continue selling like they always that like they've done for the last few years, which is you've got aluminum for one price you know range, you've got steel for another price range, and then you've got titanium. And or ceramic for an even higher price range, they're all the same functions, just different case material, and those are. I I think there's a reasonable ways to break up the price of the watch and sell you know, the same watch for more money even if it does the same thing. Um, the Hermes version, I think, is a tougher sell, and I don't know how how well those do. I, you know, I think it's largely a partnership that's like the Johnny Ive, um, you know, uh, fashion phase of watch marketing, and I think it still exists. But I also think that Apple Watch used to have really nice leather bands that they sold and they stopped making those because of the RMS partnership because they're like, well, they're doing even better ones and that are just 300 and up, I think, versus... You know, one fifty. I'm, so.
1: I'm not sure if I've ever seen a real person using a Hermes band. Like, well, you've hang got to Parker. be less than one percent of sales by a mile.
0: Yeah, Parker's one percent of sales at least. So, that's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's right. But, but he's um, the
1: one percent of many things.
0: Yeah, but but you know, with the Hermes ones, you get um, unique watch faces from Hermes, like you do with the Nike version, which is the same price, but you know, same super material. Uh, I think you get the uh, orange or black Hermes uh, branded sport band. You know it's got the seal on, on it um and then you, you obviously you get one of the leather bands that you pick out for it but it's, it's stainless steel so it's it's a silver or that's where space black went was hermes um and when apple sells a like it, what, what i'm saying is like they could not do a pro and i think the same pricing would, would still make sense because even if you can get hermes and pay more for it like that's a whole other thing than paying extra for the additions where it's a, a different case material than you have for even the stainless steel versions um, and in this case, they're taking the addition and maybe they're just dropping that whole thing and they're saying, you know, Hermes is over there for the for the high fashion. Um, we've got aluminum. We've got still for, you know, reasonable, but, but but still nicer materials. And in this case, we're, we're refactoring titanium that has existed, but we're not going to talk about that anymore. Uh, it has existed, but now it's used for this, also does more size and make, you know, I would say they, they could continue doing what they've done before, would be totally fine logical, but this makes even more sense if they're going to differentiate it this way.
1: And do you finally on this section, do you think they're going to call it Apple Watch Pro or do you think they're going to use a different name?
0: I think uh, Apple Watch Pro, (laughs) You remember the iPhone 4S, Like we were in that cycle leading up to the iPhone 4S and it's like everyone could wait for the iPhone 5. (laughs) (laughs) And then they came out with the iPhone 4S and not just because it looked the same, but it wasn't called iPhone 5. I think that was like a hit on apple <laughs> i i think um if if they just called it apple watch series 8 and it was just another collection like nike or IMS then or even just addition i think that's less marketing uh oomph i think that if you call it pro like pro is a proven marketing um strategy on you know Macs and ipads and iphones and it's apple the technology company so doing that same thing for the the watch probably is smart marketing um if I had to pick, I would say, like, I think Explorer is a cooler name, but that's not proven marketably, like proven to market it. So I think Apple Watch Pro is like the the most obvious name for it. You know, it's uh, it's the Apple Watch Series Eight Pro and we just call it Apple Watch Pro.
1: I 100% agree. They're going to give it some kind of adjective. I don't think I think they'd be underselling it if they just if it was just like Apple Watch Series Eight, forty seven 47 millimeter. That's just they, they might as well give it a, a bit more branding to push it pro is probably the front runner explorer is cool and also explorer might like alienate some people who would buy the more expensive watch just for the the fact that it's the expensive one or it looks the coolest or whatever and they're like i'm not an explorer i don't need it whereas if you call it pro people are used to like pro just meaning like premium as well as being you know professional and like more complicated and more complex and higher features and stuff so abwatch pro makes sense Uh, i think it's a fine name if they announced it's abwatch pro i wouldn't be like offended or anything yeah something like explorer could work too uh but I definitely don't think they're just going to call it like, Series 8, 47 yeah. MMI. Yeah, I, I don't think
0: Explorer will be the name either. They're just like, you don't. Uh, they do have the Watch Face Explorer, which came with the Series 3 cellular version. And I think it's still exclusive to cellular watches. Uh, I think that's true. Uh, and and that was a Series 3 Watch Face. So it didn't really get updated for the Series 4 and later until Watch OS 9 this year. And now it has rich complications on the top two corners and a basic one on the bottom. Hmm. Uh, but i do like the explorer watch face even if we don't get the explorer branding uh, so yeah i mean apple watch i i think the you know just to kind of recap series eight on its own totally normal upgrade year over year like it's iterative it's one new thing it's more impressive if you look at it from like three years ago <laughs> like the year over year on an iphone is even hard to compare but for for ability. but if you look at you know, two years, it's, it's an easier sell on the Apple watch. I think it's like three or four years is an easier sell for upgrading if not more. Um, and then, and then the pro and it's just like this whole new thing that, you know, we we talked about sort of defining the magnitude of the redesign, Uh, even if it's minimal, looks minimally different. If it looks any different at all, like, I think that's categorically, uh, notable, (laughs) like a factor of, of the selling, you know, selling it. So, uh all, all around, like I'm really excited. I, it would, it like, would it be impressive and fun if we got a surprise that was not remembered for this year? Like maybe even something that we've forgotten about in previous years or just hasn't ever been remembered. Like one thing you want is, in you know, a way to use the touchscreen when the
1: touchscreen's wet. <laughs> that would be what? so good. Yeah, whether it's in the shower or swimming in the pool or the ocean, like or in the Washing rain up. that's what I, I, like you uh, we're texting or whatever and i'm like mid-washing up and then i want to reply but then the screen doesn't work it's so annoying
0: yeah so any of those like features that we just haven't mentioned as part of the rumored stuff expectations that would make it even more exciting but they're not rumored we don't expect them so we're not going to expect them
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> you know what we have here so far is, is i think what is rumored makes sense as really a exciting i don't yeah. think it's underperforming i don't think so performing i think it's like right on schedule for an Apple product cycle.
0: I, I think it's exciting. I think it's also more exciting than the, the the series six upgrade, even at the time, like the way I framed it was that the new features are the new colors, because you finally got a red option and a blue option for the watch. Um series seven, I I mean the appeal to me was the screen size changed, even even if it wasn't a major change. It did look more modern. And this year, I don't have to pay attention to the Series 8. I think it's just as interesting as any other upgrade year over year, but that the Pro one, because there is so much more different about it, even if it's not much, um, that's where the excitement is this year.
1: And it helps for you that you've already bought the higher-end $800, $900, $1,200 watches before. So yeah, yeah. for me, (laughs) I I don't know if I'm going to be compelled to, you know, triple what i normally spend on my watch do you see what i mean like just for what the series offers apart from the the other factor is i'm not even sure it'll fit my wrist properly because it's gonna be so big but that's a yeah we'll have to evaluate because the 45 millimeter already is like way i think too big for my small wrists
0: yeah i do think it's fair if you if you're if you don't buy the higher end watch anyway and so you're just you're not you just can't imagine spending more than you know four or five hundred dollars on an apple watch which is not cheap um i think it's fair to fill Kind of bummed that they didn't do more with the normal watch this year, and that all the attention's going like for new stuff is going into the higher, more expensive one. But also, I mean, just to reiterate everything I've said so far, I also think that the year-over-year upgrade is normal for the Series Eight. If they weren't, yeah, it's not the like they've
1: like skimped on it just because they've got this other model. It's the same as always, and now they've got another model as well. Also this week, Happy Hour is sponsored by Pillow. More and more studies are showing that getting a good night's sleep improves your health and well-being in more ways than you can imagine. And Pillow is an all-in-one sleep tracking app to help you be more aware of your sleep patterns and discover what might be affecting your sleep quality. Pillow tracks and analyzes your sleep automatically and you can check in with a full report of your sleep the very next morning. If you have an Apple Watch, tracking your sleep is as easy as wearing it to bed. If you don't have a watch, you can do it through the iPhone or iPad app. Just tap a button to start your sleep session. And you can even have the app record sounds of the night, like sleep talking, apnea, or other noises that might be affecting your sleep quality. Use the Pillow app to check trends, get personalized insights, and compare your sleep metrics with your weight, steps, caffeine consumption, and other statistics. Use smart alarms to get woken up at the most optimal time, aiming to wake you up when you're in a stage of lightest sleep. And importantly, Pillow is privacy-minded All of your sleep and audio data is encrypted and stored on your device and in iCloud using end-to-end encryption. Pillow is free to download from the App Store with a set of features that you can use for free every day. And try Pillow's premium features with a seven-day trial. Just visit pillow.app to get started. That's pillow.app to get started. Thanks to Pillow for sponsoring the show. Thanks, Pillow. Uh,
0: Now for what I think will be the beginning of the keynote next week, iPhone 14. (laughs) <laughs> uh i think we probably go quickly through the f 14 mm-hmm. uh, before we get to the pro um, kind of similar to the series 8 <laughs> sure sure uh the, the most exciting thing from like a you know from the news narrative is that we don't think that it will have a new processor which is the first time for an apple for for an iphone you know um to not have it, 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 some some changed, and, and and I think what's interesting going from Wait, now. to Sorry, next if you week, want
1: to be super nitpicky, the iPhone 5C also shared the processor the year before.
0: No, I don't. That's not nitpicky. That's not doesn't count because that was the cheaper version. It was a recasing of last year's phone. if I they
1: called it the iPhone five? Like, is it just a branding thing? I don't know. Yeah,
0: I don't think that counts. I think you can look more at the two G to three G speed in the same way okay, bear
1: the, with me here right yeah what if it wasn't called the iphone 14 what if they call it the iphone 13c or the iphone 13s if what's the difference between that and the 5c uh the,
0: they they don't, they'd also need to make the casing <laughs> cheaper you see what i mean though like it's not a million miles apart no even an s if it's called 13s it needs a faster processor okay didn't count if they call it 13c and it's cheaper it has a new casing <laughs> new colours, all the, all the C things...
1: I mean, I reckon they'll announce it with a new processor, even if the speed's the same, like, like we'll do it with, the, the like A16. Do with the- I think they could honestly come out with the iPhone 14 featuring the A16 chip, and it, in, behind the scenes, it'll be the same CPU-GPU. Maybe it's got more RAM... Oh, maybe it's got faster newer engine or something you know minor but like that's they're that's... 100% brand it as new even if it's old <laughs> they're you're... not gonna why, like they can tell you it's a freebie like no one can No, like the the normal person doesn't care about no. the numbers really apart from the number gets bigger so they'll make the number bigger even if it's the same or, speed
0: or the speed because <laughs> you know if you're going year to year um but yeah I, I, yeah no, no new chip is what we're, you know we describe it as uh, i think you're right i mean if they, they have no problem upgrading the, the number for the Apple Watch chip, even when it's exact same speed processor-wise. Uh, so so I, I agree with you there. If we're satellite
1: not, features, that's enough for them to give it a number upgrade. <laughs>
0: yeah. I we mean got a new co-processor for satellite. If they have any color option, that's enough to give the chip a new color yeah. name or <laughs> <laughs> new new name. Uh, so, you know... We look at, okay, so what actually is an iPhone 14? We know that the mini goes away from the past two years of 12 and 13. Now it becomes a larger screen instead of a smaller screen for the, for the second option of a normal iPhone 14 non-pro. And we we believe that'll be the same size as the iPhone 13 pro max. It's nice because it's the first time that you can get a larger screen without spending pro money or having the pro materials that are, you know, the heavier uh, stainless steel bands, so that I think it's wonderful uh I think I think part of the, what the 14 difference is is the pricing whether the price just increases or that the um there was a late rumor that the price of the iPhone 14 would be less than the 13 by I think $50.
1: Yeah, there was and, a late rumor that it was going to be 749 whereas yeah. right now the iPhone 13 lineup starts at 699 but that's cuz there's the mini there but we're, the mini's gone sorry lads. Uh <laughs> and then the so the the equivalent screen size 6.1 inch iPhone 13 starts currently at 799. Mm-hmm. There was a late breaking rumor that the iPhone 14 will start at 749. Possible. Uh compelling, I mean more compelling, compelling than, than yeah. not. Yeah. I think was it the iPhone 11? Like the iPhone 11 was brand new and they sold it for for 699. Sounds right. Yeah, like that was a crazy year. They were like, "We're just gonna give you really cheaply this year." <laughs> good, um, good value, relatively. Yeah, I, get, I guess because they had such a terrible year with the 10s and 10r sales, they were yeah. like, "Well, now we're going really cost effective." And so they, 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 you they, they, you know, it's not, it's not often, but sometimes they do surprise on the lower side with pricing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the max, though, if it is around that expected like eight ninety nine price point, the, the 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 normal big phone. That is gonna be super popular. Like that will be bought in droves. If yeah. people want big screens, and you, it'll be hundred several hundred dollars cheaper than the Pro Max that was the only option before.
0: If the fourteen is seven fifty, do you roll out eight fifty for the larger version or do you think It'd it's be, possible?
1: I, I I don't I expect if you want my honest expectation, I think the prices will be seven ninety nine at eight
0: dollars mm-hmm. Okay. I think they'll just um, keep
1: them stable
0: we'll talk more about naming in a moment but uh you know i was trying to brainstorm like what what does make an iphone worth a number upgrade (laughs) just besides the fact that it was made a year later um you know there could be changes like like, not even like improvements just like different choices that they make for the camera
1: (laughs) yeah they can make i mean most years they have like each of the lenses get an upgrade
0: i wouldn't say it's always better like sometimes it's better in some way and worse in another because they're making different (laughs) choices like Is it better at wide, but worse at low light and those kind of things? Mm -hmm. Um, I would also say, like from uh, when we had portrait mode on the iPhone Seven Plus for the first time, you know, it was a big change to go from the Seven Plus to the Ten, of any you know. But you know, even if you had the Eight Plus, for example, I I know in software portrait mode got better, but but also like surely in hardware it got better too with the camera improvement on the Eight Plus. So I was thinking, you know, is there anything they can do hardware-wise, whether it's some sort of, you know, additional sensor? You know, they don't they do they not do LiDAR and the non-Pro phones yet. Like, could they do something to make cinematic mode or cinematic video more relevant and, and better than last year? Or is that just <laughs> something they did last year and it'll just remain the same for a while, if not only improving through software, so.
1: They can probably give it some of the improvements. They'll have, like, the, the big camera changes to be on the Pro line, but they'll have some camera improvements for the main phones.
0: Okay. And then the latest thing has been the idea that instead of having iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Max, iPhone 14 Pro, iPhone 14 Pro Max, that it would be iPhone 14 Plus instead of iPhone 14 Max. And like months ago, our colleague Chance Miller, never heard of him, but uh, he did a a post that was sort of thinking out loud of like, could they bring back the Plus name from 6 Plus, 7 Plus, 8 Plus for the non-Pro version rather than calling it Max. And you know, I think part of the argument there is that they could save max for like an extension of pro it's the most. And then plus is, it's not about screen size as much as it is about features that plus use it to say, this is the bigger version of the 14. Like, even though like we, I think we always apply those meanings later on, like, is it just the bigger version or is there more features to it? You know, if there's not feature parity between the same versions. Uh, they also have
1: an M1 Max chip, but it's not it, the top-end model, for instance, because it's right. the Ultra.
0: <laughs> yeah, and pluses have become, like, like these days, plus is a service, you know, with iCloud Plus, Apple TV Plus, Fitness Plus, all the pluses. Uh, but it's plus bought out, not plus the symbol. So that's the distinction there. Um, but the, the case has been not just, you know, what Chance was kind of thinking out loud. And I was suspicious of like, is that... Is that a source that you have that you're not confident in reporting, you know, or what? <laughs> but um, what's happened more recently has been um, someone has shown what purports to be a an iPhone 14 plus clear case from Apple. Cases do leak. Packaging leaks. It's next week. So, you know, maybe.
1: But also, but also, if- also on the flip side, loads of Chinese manufacturers like make loads of clones of yeah. stuff. So yeah. you also get plenty of opportunities for the, it just to be a well-made clone that for whatever reason they chose absolutely
0: and then i I think this the third thing there is that our colleague jose esposito had a um actually excuse me i'm sorry jose adorno is that right
1: yes yes it's felipe esposito and it's not
0: jose it's jose because it's brazil okay i'm i'm glad we're not we talk in slack as i'll say you know we don't say that loud but so jose adorno uh, has a source who claims that then, like, not just from the the case packaging and you know, chances of thinking out loud months ago. Maybe it was a source I don't know, uh, but that a source claims to have knowledge of it being plus, not max. So,
1: I think plus works.
0: Yeah, well, it certainly works. It's just will it yeah. happen or not. You know? <laughs> well, I,
1: I I wouldn't be like, whoa, crazy. Right. Like, yeah, the the clashing with the service stuff, I think, is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. They they can happily it, sit alongside I, each other.
0: I think it does do a good job of distinct of distinguishing from pro. Um, I mean, even just singing out loud, fourteen, fourteen max, fourteen pro, fourteen pro max, like that's good symmetry, but less distinct, distinction and you know communication. Saying fourteen, fourteen plus, fourteen pro, fourteen max is more distinguishing. Uh, so I like that better. So we'll, we'll see what happens <laughs>
1: there. They could do. I mean, I've always, I'm still waiting for them to do like what they do on the max, where they just put the inches in the, in the name. <laughs> it's like. Do you the MacBook I, Pro 13-inch or the MacBook Pro 15-inch? It's so not like uh, MacBook Pro Plus.
0: Years ago, like you, I would know all of the inch names per phone, but I've totally lost it. Like, I couldn't yeah, that is true. That tell is true. you. So I would know 3.5-inch, 4-inch, 4.7, and... 5.5. Inch, four inch, 4. 7,
1: 7, 5.5, 5. 5. That's, the, that's the plus. That was uh, the old plus, yeah. 6.1. No, no, you've missed one. The iPhone 10 was 5.8. Okay, 5.8 yeah uh what's 6.1 is it- 6.1 was the S- iphone 10r 10r w- with. yeah and now and now it's the iphone like thirteen, 11, thirteen, thirteen 13 pro yeah and maybe the 12 as well was 6.1 y- yeah and, and then the, six- the the first max was 6.5 and then it got went the 13 or the 12 generation it went to 6.7 okay okay so it's so ten 10s max
0: and then when you go to okay i got you so yeah. six point seven is the highest number still. So that's funny. but I never remember them by their by their number. So yeah, I'm
1: just weird that like, I don't know why I remember that. But.
0: I mean you're just more study than I am today. I was more studied before. It's like
1: I mean uh, some stuff just stays in my head. I don't know. I can't yeah. explain
0: it. You like numbers. Uh, so 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 there's that. Um, what what do you think about? the possibility i think this hasn't been discussed much lately because it was an earlier rumor report but of an iphone hardware bundle where it's not just iphone it's iphone and accessories does that mean charger airpods something case apple care i I
1: I think the idea with the bundle is that you'd pay one fee you'd rent your phone and you would get like apple one services with it as well so Right now, you have, like, the iPhone Pay monthly installments, right, where you're basically, like, loaning the phone until you pay off the full amount. Well, so, and then r- you r- right now, you've got iPhone upgrade program, which is one thing, right? Yeah. And then
0: iPhone monthly payments, which is through Apple Card, is that right? Correct. Okay. And there's no which
1: third- is basically just a 0% interest for two years. Yeah, and, your- there's, and there's no and third then, thing. But yeah. at the end of both of those programs, you can just own the phone. Okay. Right. Yeah, like the, if, the, if, if the iPhone upgrade program you, at one point, you're like, I don't want to upgrade anymore. I just want to keep the phone. You can pay off the full amount and you keep the phone. Same with the iPhone monthly payments. You pay for the phone over 24 months, right? You can if you want to, you just keep it. You don't have to trade it in necessarily. You just you can keep the hardware. The idea is that they're going to do a hardware bundle, which is rented. So you'd pay some dollars a month. You would get an iPhone. And then whenever you stop paying that monthly fee, you have to send the iPhone back.
0: So I'm super skeptical, I'll just say this the week before the announcement if it gets announced, but I'm super skeptical of any program existing that you don't just keep the phone eventually or have the option to pay for it in the end and keep it. Like I, I, it's it seems so far off from like consumer standard today that you would pay a monthly fee instead of a car lease or like a rental home for something that you don't have. Yeah, it's option just like to, a car lease, isn't it? But it's not though. I would say it's more like financing a washing machine or something from a from a service, like where you You know, it's different from charging it to your credit card or, or, you know, but it's... But like a
1: car lease, you pay X amount a month and then at the end of the lease, you give the phone, you give the car back. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what they're going to offer you. They're going to offer you It would need to be super cheap though to make it... it, That's the thing, right? For it to be compelling, it has to be
0: significantly cheaper. Because not keeping the phone, not having like, not even being able to say, I want to pay the difference of what I've paid you so far and then on the phone like not having that option doesn't it doesn't seem consumer friendly for a phone Uh,
1: in this you know in this tight economy where everyone's looking for to save money if if there's if there's three options on the apple website and one says you can even with with a car lease you can you can just buy out your lease at the end well maybe they'll offer you a buyout (laughs) price but it might be like if you if you buy it out it costs more than if you'd done like the monthly payments program in the first place right I think what they're going to try and I'm not saying it makes, I'm not saying I'd, do, I'd buy that one because, you know, I'm fortunate I have to have enough money that I can buy it differently. But it's definitely an option for people that, you know, want the cheapest way to get a new iPhone, right? And what they're probably going to do is roll in like Apple One services, Apple Care. And so the combined monthly price is cheaper than the overall cost of buying it. But in reality, maybe you wouldn't have bought those services anyway. But that's the that's what they're going to try and propose. We'll see whether it works or not. Because there is an argument, if you're the kind of person that's always buying a new iPhone every year, you're always trading it in or whatever, then that's no different than just renting. Right? Yeah. Like, that is true. And so, we, we call this... If, if, if they made it super cheap, then it might be compelling for even us, but we don't know yet.
0: And we're describing it as a hardware bundle, Rumored. What's the bundle? The
1: services that come with Apple it. AppleCare? So, yeah, because oh, right now you can okay, get like so the Apple right, One, that, that bundle, the but it doesn't come with the hardware. So now... So, so the hardware bundle is a piece of hardware and a bunch of soft, bunch yeah. of services. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Cool. That, <laughs> clarifying. And again, cool. rumored, you know, sketchy details, but it doesn't. Sound- yeah, if it doesn't happen <laughs> in blame. the world of modern Apple ways to make money, doesn't sound unbelievable.
0: Yeah, in the in the world of Apple, where you can pay monthly for a um a, a phone yeah. charger, <laughs> yeah. On its own. Uh, next up, we've got the the you know the, the big exciting things: the 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. It'd be wild if they said 14 <laughs> Pro Max. <laughs> just, just totally bonkers, crazy. Uh, always on display. This seems like a given. Given that it's been on the watch for a while, they have these new. Don't call it the complication. Widgets on the lock screen. Although I think they're. I mean. <laughs> it, it seems perfectly ordinary for apple to present those and say those are what stays on and nothing more but also that uh these personally
1: because it's kind of i, mean, I think that's like what's going to happen what do you think what do you mean like what else are they going to keep always on uh
0: we, we have seen like versions of wallpapers that are like dark green yeah it keeps like the deep, the deep low pixel energy colors alive
1: maybe um, maybe the wallpaper stays on too in a dim form
0: yeah, my my biggest complaint with the widget situation is that you have to have the date on the top widget above the clock, even if it's for weather, and then you can have a calendar widget that also includes the date. But you want that for your like appointments, which I use. So <laughs> that's a very a thing. But yeah, for the for the phone, I just imagine uh, the Apple
1: Watch face, yeah. but on the iPhone.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and th- this is a feature that they're doing not because I, I would say this. It's a feature that they're doing not because on the watch it was like essential, because the. It just it made the watch on par with watches before. Like on the
1: phone, it makes a- iPhones on par with like certain most Android phones. Android phones I'd but say these but days, I would like most new Android phones have yeah, some sort of always on option. And yeah. a lot of iPhone owners been, don't have watches, so if your iPhone's just sitting on your desk and it can just show right, the time right, constantly, it's, it's very valuable. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's true. If it's just sitting there in front of you always. Yeah, uh, I was, I was going to argue that the watch is like. Even if you don't have a watch, then you just wouldn't care because your iPhone isn't always in front of your face, and which is glanceable and matters. But I guess you're right. Like I, mine's face down right now. I tend to keep it face down when it's on my desk. I don't know why, but you know, you know why? The front's stronger than the back. Right? Yeah, it's you true, know, yeah. Touch screen, but.
1: Well, maybe, maybe now that it's always on, you'll change your habit and you'll have it face up. Yeah, maybe I'll stop wearing a watch and just put it on my wrist. But yeah, yeah, like, mm-hmm. loads of Android phones have but, like, a mode where they have the time always showing and then maybe like a notifications indicator. I think you basically like what the Apple Watch can do with this always on Watch Face, no reason that the iPhone shouldn't have some similar feature set. Right. And Yeah, I think it's a it's a, it's a, it's a tremendously low battery hit and
0: it's just like the only reason it's new hardware is because they want to get the, the lower frame rate frame per second. Yeah, because the thirteen is,
1: right? is ten hertz. It can ramp down to 10 hertz uh, and up to 120. And the Apple Watch can ramp down to 1 hertz. And so the belief is the iPhone 14 screen will also be able to ramp down to 1 hertz, which is why they're going like, to propose this as a hardware exclusive feature. So there you go. Okay. Um, can you read out what I have in the notes next? <laughs> Notch turns into M-Bullet. Bullet. Yeah, that's it. That's it. M dash
0: bullet. Yeah, yeah. This is the visual indicator of the notch becoming the pill shape and the hole punch. And wow, how has that story yes. changed over the last twenty four <laughs> hours? And it might change tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, and it will probably change on the event day too. So that we've, I mean, for I think for a while it was like hole punch, <laughs> then it was hole punch or pill shape, and then it was it will be both. And then in the last twenty four hours or so it's become it will be a whole punch and pill shape, but they'll use black pixels to connect the two when the screen is on so that you don't actually have that screen space in between uh I think Mark Gurman is back to that report first from MacRumors, from tips or from MacRumors at least they, they they didn't you know claim to know the source or anything they just said that someone's telling us this so that's what we're relating to you and then Mark Gurman back and said this is true um similarly for us we had someone telling us after the fact that the Blacks that the space in between wouldn't be like screen, it it would be black pixels in between, but that they'll move the, the privacy status indicators there. So the green dot for your camera is on,
1: and the orange dot for your microphone is on, and that those and two maybe things, location I like guess, that's okay. currently with that like blue triangle thing that goes to the left of the time. Maybe they could shove that in between yeah. the cameras as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, and it was like, at first it was kind of disgusting. It's like, well, why aren't we just having like pretty pictures there or something like our, 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 our phone goes behind it neatly. Um, if you, and then it was, I think my reaction was like, if you just do the dead pixels and that's really a waste, why are you actually doing this at all? And then the semi cleverness of putting the, 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 the privacy indicators there, I think for the green dot it's, kind of clever because it matches what you have on a mac display an apple display where you have a green dot for the like you have an actual green light for the webcam is on and then in software you have an orange dot for a microphone and in this case it would look very similar to how the green light looks next to your webcam the orange it's dot might on. be
1: the single most annoying yeah. feature of that if have added to macOS for, for what it's worth yeah but I that's the, honestly here. like <laughs> so all the so even when back in the iphone 10 like 2017 time right like there was so much back and forth of mock-ups and stuff where are they gonna like hide the notch they're gonna embrace the notch because a lot of the a lot of, like the mock-up drawings leading up to the iphone 10 being announced they would render it as like a black bar across the whole top and then obviously you'd have the notch in the middle and they put the time in black and black and white on the left and the status thing on the right and you know, Apple clearly didn't do that. They instead were like, we're just going to have the notch there. We're going to have the, you know, the time and stuff go in the ears, but we're going to let your wallpaper, you're going to let your content flow to the very edges and trace the device bezel because um, it gives it that more immersive look. And so intuitively you feel like, and they, and you know, they haven't backed away from that. It's the same on the the MacBook Pro I'm looking at right now. It's the same on the M2 um, MacBook Air. Like for the, when they brought the notch to the Macs, they very much could have like blacked out the, the menu bar and made it like blend in but they didn't they just let it sit there uh and so it's kind of going against the grain for them now to do another generation where they are going to use like software to hide it because it kind of comes back to that like johnny Iveism of like let the device be true to itself so if you have to have a weird like if you have to have the cameras be thicker just let them protrude out the back or you know you have to have a notch on the screen just let the notch be there and don't try and like make excuses or try and obscure it but There is some logic to making it look like a pill shape. Also, Johnny Ive doesn't work there anymore. So (laughs) maybe he didn't get consulted on whether (laughs) they should show it as it is or hide it. But you're completely right is that if then it seems unlikely that they're going to in software make it look like a pill shape if there isn't some plan to use the space in between for something dynamic, because otherwise they would save frankly money on the bill of the materials and just make it a pill shape from the beginning in in hardware right and just have a little black black circle around there so they're gonna if they are gonna cover it over there's got to be some reason where in some context they put something in between and the privacy indicators certainly makes sense i think they could like i know mark mark's tweet was like it would look weird if there was two separate floating islands of a, of a circle and a pill i'm not no, sure that's no, true like i think it's No weirder than the notch was, and there is definitely an argument that it would be more immersive and maximise screen to body ratio. So if they if they just announced it next week and it looked like that, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. But if they want to go this pilly route, eh, go for it. Like I don't think it gives you too much value, and frankly, I find those dots, green dots, orange dots, just kind of visual noise. And I'd love if if that's on the iPhone 14, I'd love there to be a setting just to not show them. (laughs) Yeah a um, couple, couple more things on this before we go on is
0: that uh listening to Connected yesterday uh it, Federico Vettici said that the screenshot used in the Mac rumors tip about the notch or the, the hole punch and the pill hole <laughs> hole punch and pill shape being connected was his screenshot that they were using on the phone to show it yeah they like so, photoshopped his screenshot know.
1: into it yeah Yes, yeah, because 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 Mac Rumors also um, uh, it's been like <laughs> circling around like some Weibo like Chinese posts and stuff. So the yeah. the, the the Federico Vitiy screenshot was floating around Weibo with a pill shape implanted into it.
0: Yeah, it was like it was like a like a days old screenshot that he. So it was, I think that was that was weird and like kind of made it fishy at least. Um, but then the, the thing that we got was was you know literally a mock up and and you know I think where we can question it more is that our colleague Guy Rambo had mentioned on his podcast stack trace last week, which again, like when he says that to us, he doesn't say based on any, any knowledge or anything like that. He just says, I mentioned it then. And the way that I think when chance read his story about the um, plus name returning, I'm suspicious that it was just, and you know, a guess and intuition and not, not in some way informed by, you know, people who know, because um, there, there is that way of reporting without reporting, you know what I mean? Um, but the thought I had was you could have the red dot for notifications mm-hmm. from the Apple Watch that is like totally ripped from Blackberry for when you have a
1: BBM or an email uh, and, and that put might that blend there. In with the like always on nature as well, you could have a little notification indicator. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and especially have that on on the lock screen or the or the home lock screen when it's turned off because you wouldn't display your alerts. You would just have the red dot there, show that if you tap here, you will see alerts. I,
1: I think they should do that, but that doesn't require them to always have it look like a pill shape. If you think, do you know what I mean? Like if the screen was nope. off, they could just have the red yep. light at the top middle anyway.
0: Yeah, all of this is true. The other thing I was going to say is that um, I don't think you can have the the, the FaceTime camera brought or any camera. In in use when the screen is turned off, but you certainly can have the microphone in use when the screen's turned off, and so you could have that orange dot illuminate whenever the screen's off as an always on feature. uh And, and just like you mentioned before, doesn't require them to fill in
1: that gap. <laughs> they could just put it at the top.
0: But, I know they're gonna like oh Apple well. loves
1: privacy too much. Those, like, if they just could put every single thing that's happening right now as a light, it's going to be so annoying. At least in,
0: yeah, in my opinion. yeah the uh i mean and, and then like jokingly i said on twitter last night that they could also put uh sponsored search <laughs> ads right there in the middle like why don't i just take <laughs> advantage of that space and then i thought then i thought more uh cynically and it's like well they did put the search button for spotlight on the on the home screen now sponsor that area it's coming put, to spotlight confirms yeah search ads in yeah. spotlight right Oh, I've had some very bad search ads in the app sources I've been thinking more about how I hate it. Right. And as <laughs> of like the last
1: week's beta, they started showing up on the Today tab and stuff. And so now mm-hmm. it's all, and it yeah. always seems to be the second the second card. Like the first card is organic. The second card's an ad. That's how it is for me every single time I look. Yeah.
0: Whereas on just pure search ads from the search screen, it was always the top result is an ad. Everything below you know is... Uh, is real and so i think that this is a little bit more
1: blended and it's, less, and it's less less like the the search tab it's like bright blue highlight for the ad on the today tab it's a very yeah. small little like ad label yeah but isn't everything in the, in the day tab kind of an advertisement okay, anyway? kind of <laughs> well there is a tutorial there i was i mean daily dictionary got app of the day on the today tab and i never paid a penny for it so
0: how much are they paying you pay for that? They paid me nothing,
1: but they did give me a nice. They did give me some few a few hundred downloads, so I'll take it. The power of. Being anyway, featured. the other iPhone 14 uh, Pro feature, the camera. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Camera. Uh, big so rumors.
1: Forty-eight megapixels. This is sensor. what.
0: This is when that. Yeah, I've been asking you a little bit about this, like, just because it, it has hadn't been discussed a lot lately, and I was thinking, like, is is this that year that that feature comes? And you're like, yes, it is. And so I've been wanting to discuss it more. Um, but I think the most interesting way to discuss it will be next week when we know exactly how it works. Um, but just in, in discussing it, you know, at, here first is like we we don't believe that you'll have a sensor that takes a 48 megapixel camera uh, image, and then you have a 12 megapixel, you know, before and now there's 48, and so you just zoom way in and you get a picture. It's going to do this thing where uh, I think we've described it as pixel bending. I talked about it with somebody else who's a photographer, and they call it super yeah, sampling. Yeah, super sampling sounds cooler anyway. Pixel banding is like... And, and this isn't like anyway. some
1: crazy new technology. Android phones have done this for several years. No.
0: And, and apparently cameras... I oh, want cameras too. yeah, done this as well. Me yeah. 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 Basically, if you've got a 40 yeah, megapixel so.
1: sensor, each you're going to make a 12 megapixel output image. So for every single pixel in the output image, you look at four pixels of input data. And by using special algorithms you can get a higher detailed result even if the resolution the same because by looking at more overall pixels, you can reduce grain, you can d- reduce noise. And so the end result, assuming it works well, will look more detailed than the picture you could take before, even though the over- output resolution is the same. So is yeah, it, it's well, a it different way of, mean, you know, like how for a few years in a row, they'd be like, the, the, the megapixels don't matter, but the photons are bigger. Remember, like even Steve Jobs, I think yes. had a big line about that in, in one of the events. It's... And kind of another way of doing that, right? Like they're bringing in more light. They're bringing in four times as much information. They're giving you an output image uh, that supposedly is going to be enhanced by having four times much input to have a nicer output.
0: Well, and, and megapixel, like the end result of that is you want, it, it, I think equivalent would be, you know, at some point like digitally, but lots of screens digitally are, are not huge. So if you look at print, then if you print out, you know, go from magazine to like poster size to banner advertisements, like those things you want a higher level of detail. At some point it's the distance, you know, low, the distance is what makes that factors oh, in. Oh yeah, so you can up put up like an 8
1: megapixel image on a building and it's okay just because you, you're, you're so, so far, far away, away, right? And like top DSLRs, yeah. they can take 40 megapixel image and stuff, but I think most people shoot at like 16 to 20, um, which gives you a bit of flexibility for cropping stuff because what really matters is that those big lenses with the big sensors, they just have a lot of light coming in, which means you don't get grain, you don't get noise. And so that's what makes the pictures actually yeah. look sharp. Because think about this, like a yep. 4K video that you're watching, that's three megapixels. So like megapixels are not the main thing to worry about. I have I have shots from a five megapixel digital camera from 12 years ago. And just the fact that the sensor of the actual Camera was bigger. It makes the end pictures look a lot better than the iPhone pictures do, even today.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so so we, we we you know we just describe basically what we believe the super sampling will be in, in this and the the main use case is is there because you can take a, a forty eight megapixel image and crop down or crop out a certain aspect of that. I guess a fourth of that and it'd be the equivalent of a twelve megapixel image just with less quality than just a straight twelve megapixel lens. So, is this a factor in in the pseudo astrophotography? I I call it pseudo because it's not what Mm, you get if you. I I don't know the answer to that. Because getting a good picture of the moon, like, isn't that at at some level, like, even 2, 3x doesn't make it large enough to make a good picture? like... You better than crop it.
1: The astrophotography features that exist on, like, the Google Pixel phone, for instance, they don't have a 48 megapixel sensor that's, that's pixel binning. So,. what what about samsung 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 do 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 have a lot of 40 megapixel pixel binning stuff but i don't know if the astrophotography is enabled by that i think the astrophotography is just like you hold the phone still and it takes in a lot of light over a long period of time and then it like merges them together some of the samsung phones have like 100 megapixel zoom options which is i believe 30 megapixel optical and then you know three times more digital uh so that maybe helps the astro part of taking pictures of the moon, but I, I'm pretty sure if you put your iPhone up at the moon and you left it long enough, you could probably get a decent photo with algorithmic improvements. I don't think you have to have yeah, a 480 sure, a- megapixel thing to pull it off.
0: I, I agree with that. I think also talking about like a specific, you know, small object in the sky, but it's also taking a wide picture of the entire sky in detail. So and, and again most of that and, is just and light
1: like i'm thinking you know like yeah. the um how long, James how long versus what's the what was the old one called hubble right hubble. they have that you know when the James Webb photos first came out they had like the exact same scene in the sky right but one had loads of loads, loads of stars visible one had less stars visible the resolution of those pictures megapixel wise about the same just more data coming in more light coming in better detailed output image
0: uh, also i also... Not, not to be pedantic, but but to be pedantic, also different way. Of yeah, things. So you know, I know what I mean. Though, right. Yeah. but but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is, yeah. Uh, so so that's cool. I can't wait to see what happens there. Um, anything else on the iPhones that, that you think is coming or might come that the we iPhone, haven't talked the, the, about? The Pro
1: models do get a processor upgrade.
0: Yeah, the same sort of ten percent year yeah. over year improvement or so. Uh,
1: and the P- probably the basis the for the storage is apparently going up. So instead of cool. one twenty eight okay. start, it's two fifty six start.
0: Because they have four options now, 128 to, to one terabyte and
1: doubling each time. This might be three but options. the price might also be going up as not well. Not going up. <laughs> so so yeah, the fine. price of and, the and, and, 256 gigabyte iPhone 13 might be the price of the base model iPhone 14, if you see what I mean. And,
0: and is it correct that the uh, iPad Pro goes to yes, two terabytes the and the iPhone goes to two, one terabyte? Yeah. yeah. And then lastly, there's a not late rumor, but just old rumor that the Lightning connector which stays this year changes to c next year based on the reporting and rumors that the transfer speed could upgrade to usb 3.0 plain flavor which is faster than what it uses already yeah i, I don't see why that's go, I, I believe on the
1: ipads do you remember they sold like a usb3 yes. connection kit or something so like the line port yeah. on the iPads has been usb3 somewhat compatible for a while so i think they could do it on the iphone as well, well.
0: and they they when they did thunderbolt on the pro i think the, one of the airs had usb 3 versus like they they highlighted faster but via lightning you yeah, know so seems pro- probable uh we have this the, the purple color probably replacing the the sky blue there's always one novelty color each year you know pacific pacific blue the sky blue and the galactic purple or something so uh if it's just like purple like of some shade that's fine. But the, the, the other part of the rumor that it's like looks sort of oily, like uh, one of the Mac. Yeah, iridescent. Like there's, there's even a Mac OS wallpaper that's like this that just looks like mostly purple, but you see like lots of orange and blue and yellow, you know, in what would be like different dimensions of what it's showing you. Like when you move it around in your hand, you would see those, those different light reflections. So that's more compelling than just like plain purple because they've done purple as an iPhone, the 11 i believe as, uh, you know off and on in this case it would be stainless steel not just aluminum um as, as the side so um you know, we'll see what happens there uh anything else on the iphone before we go on to sort of other guesses for what what probably won't happen at the event but could i think
1: that probably runs out i think the pro combination of like front notch change design always on display and camera upgrade is going to be pretty impactful and like the the upgrades to the camera, because although the headline will be the 48 megapixel thing on the main wide, the main default camera, they're also going to have you know aperture and focus pixel improvements to the other cameras as well. um And so I think there's a good chance that this year's iPhone will take like significantly better pictures than the previous year, and that'd be cool to see. There's also a chance that maybe the pixel bidding's like overhyped and doesn't actually make much difference in reality, and we'll we'll find out as soon as the reviews are done, right? Like and
0: that'll be one of those things where it's like works wonderfully
1: outside inside mm, you know you need light for it more light for this to work well i think like indoor darkness you know darker light is always going to be a challenge for phones for phone iphones and phones in general that just have small sensors but there's a chance that this year it might actually be significantly better which would be cool yeah i mean it's absolutely
0: true that if you want to take a great Shot of the night sky on a DSLR. Use a tripod, and you leave the lens open for a while. <laughs> like you know, maybe you can even go up to like several, like a few, like several seconds to a few minutes, and and get more results that way. So, uh, you know, you're always going to get faster good photos or good photos faster with bright light. And then, if you want good photos indoors or in dark lighting, then you have to have it stay still for a while. Like that's not a fault of the iPhone from being a small sensor. It's true of the. Of dslr cameras as well um so I, i'm excited about all of that uh, uh and you say you know i think your point about this being a big upgrade camera wise we didn't mention 8k video right but that's also that's been, been thrown, thrown around, around.
1: Uh, their 4k video is good but you can still kind of see grain in it if you like actually look at the okay. video so if they do do 8k it might be more of like a you know spec sheet thing versus that actually makes a difference do you know what i mean like the the 4K like video camera yeah. stuff still could. I feel like they could make the 4K recording be a lot better, and they wouldn't like the 8K is just like a marketing headline if it if it does happen. The 8K, the 8K stuff. Um, Apart from the fact there's know, nothing to play the 8K stuff on.
0: Well, that's, that's yeah. what I was going to get at. It's like you know, I'm sure 8K is everywhere on Android phones, and I was I was thinking that the 8K practicality is in cropping it down, and that you can use 4K to crop you know change the alignment and everything of, of a 1080p video because you've got that extra room on the sides that you're not going to use but it doesn't clip mm. what you're actually using so there's some practical. Oh, you know there. what you just reminded me uh,
1: You're talking about cinematic video that? it's limited to 1080p yeah on the 13s oh so yeah. this could they could make it 4k this year yeah they could
0: they, they could they could they could put center stage on it too on, on the <laughs> iphone so, so <laughs> no that's that's a good that's a good practical uh prediction there. Um let's see. So other hardware we we've had airpods discussed at iPhone September yep. events. Sure, right? So perfectly reasonable, I think, for if AirPods Pro 2 are a thing and coming this fall for them to be included in this event, even if they're like not the same day as the iPhone or something, you know, something like that. So could see that. Um, AirPods Max 2 you know, would would love an improvement on the you yeah, know, the first shot at these things? Yeah. I think what's more likely to happen is that we get the reported from Mark Herman colored updates. Well well which might, probably they means might
1: they like, do the firmware thing. You know that the AirPods Pro Two are many use that like better Bluetooth standard or whatever and get higher quality yeah. audio. There's some some software evidence that the AirPods Max might be able to do that too with a firmware update. So that might be there, that, okay. so maybe they come out with that at the same time as the new colors and be like, now you can get even higher quality audio on your AirPods Max. So, so Air, Air, AirPods Max OS, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that. I just, don't think there'll be yeah. like a massive like hardware change, but they might have a software update for yeah. it that kind of stands in place.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't complain. I would I would I don't know I want to say tempted, but like it would be nice. I, I think it would look cool if they had midnight mm-hmm. options, either instead of or in addition to space gray, and could probably argue the same thing for starlight. I think otherwise you just, you just pull different colors that don't exist yet on AirPods Max, but that you use other places. So. And um, I wish they'd bring there's the that because can... are cool, but they're very expensive. The price is effectively like $100 less everywhere, but Apple. Even $100 is just, right. it was quite expensive.
1: I feel yeah, like the AirPods well, Max should be like 399 It's also a big change.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, you'll see them for 450 yeah. and 430 um frequently right now, It's probably is an indication that that ought to be the price. And, and both those AirPods um,
1: Pro and AirPods Max stuff, perfectly reasonable could be September event, perfectly reasonable could be October event. Could be either. Perfectly
0: reasonable yeah. for a price release <laughs> in, in
1: March <laughs> or something, yeah. Um, Apple TV
0: 4K. So Ming-Chi quoted that Apple's working on, I think it's mm-hmm. for this year, a new Apple TV that's
1: Affordable? more... Affordable? Lower, like, co- lower
0: cost uh, Like lower cost structure exactly which is what consumers want uh like literally <laughs> um so is you know, we, we went so long between the apple tv 4k and the apple tv 4k 2 like years a lot of years like maybe five is a year over a year upgrade gonna happen and if so is this the event for that or is it october or you know again could be september
1: year? could be october I don't expect anything crazy. Okay. Like people, some people are going a bit wild with like it's gonna be a stick, it's gonna be a do all the you know. Do. I think it'll be yeah, like the exact same Apple TV as the 4K, just cheaper, and that'd be great. Like yeah. get the price down a lot. Okay, sell the sell the 4K Gen 2, maybe 129 dollars, please. That kind of price range. I I think that'd be fantastic. HomePod.
0: HomePod. So there's the HomePod successor to the big one doesn't sound like that's this, yeah, that this event. Like Maybe not even this year. Yeah, like the spring. Um, but I could see them doing another shot at new HomePod mini first-gen mm-hmm. colors. So we had we had white and space gray initially. It was white and black. And then we when we had uh, orange, yellow, and navy blue. And that's the current lineup. So they, they could do another round of colors, or they could do nothing. doesn't matter. <laughs> is that, is that, uh, and then the last thing I've kind of got in the notes is is... When you mention any any event or any news, you know, coming from Apple, there's people who are like have a check sheet of what's coming. Apple Music classical, uh, especially because it, it continues to be found in code and even the Android application. And they for explicitly Apple music promised and, it for this year. Um, yeah, this isn't just like a, someone said it's going to happen. It's it's Apple acquired the, the the company that is classical music service focused, and that they've got a separate app which continues to exist, but that they want to make a separate app that Apple made for that service. And because classical music names and metadata is just a whole different ballgame than what you would have for most music. It's more complex and long and everything and presented differently. They're so, really
1: investing in a very small niche, but yeah.
0: Well, and what I would say is, is, yes, Apple did say that it was coming this year in that press release last year, but that it's totally possible that either A... It won't make it this year for whatever reason, priorities, team integration, et cetera. Or that plans change from that like December press release where it was a one line mention to where they say, why not? Why have it as a separate app that's clunky and weird and not really what we do? Why not have features in the Apple Music app that is this whole other presentation when you're in the the category for classical?
1: But we do keep seeing code references open in Apple Classical
0: yeah i mean i i think there's an argument for apple music classical to be this whole other like organization structure inside of the oh, apple I music agree. app and that if <laughs>
1: I, I think that'd be more sensible yeah. than like if you tell me they were requiring prime from the for longer... last year and they hadn't released a press release it'd be like oh they're gonna make classical music inside apple music app better but they were like oh you know, here's a press yeah. release we're doing a separate application like, okay
0: yep i and i i can literally see like i, I mean i kind of feel like this might be happening is that and maybe i'm wrong i'm probably wrong but that that the language on that press release was intended. And then when it got more integrated into like Apple's development, what they're actually doing, it's like, doesn't it make sense to have two apps. We never do that. We're going to improve the classical experience within the Apple music app. Who cares about this year? There's a lot of, you know, we, <laughs> a lot of factors at play It's classical music. So it's not a, I mean, it, it's a passionate group of, of users of customers that we've bought, but also like, the old app still works and it's just not a priority to like they they break they they not break but they don't they don't make certain promises sometimes
1: and that this seemed pretty low on the list of promises and you could quite like make, come out and maybe like a you know. beta or something or, you know they it, it might not necessarily be event worthy or anything like that so they, they have options apple tv plus they love shoving that in the front of an iphone event these days so even if even if they don't have anything to announce they'll be like well we have the same shows we've already announced They're will announce them again <laughs> so tim cook's done that before i mean he's he's done the little like tim cook intro about apple TV plus stuff many times now the emmys are coming out so they'll love to mention that and maybe the timing's right for a ted lasso season three teaser trailer if you want me to guess because they finished filming that i think it's meant to be coming out like early next year like january time maybe january february um but it's a big show for them. So they could do a teaser you, trailer or something.
0: You know what makes sense? Is if, you know, they did a Christmas special last year because mm-hmm. they had the two extra episodes afterwards. If they did a Christmas episode that was released within the within this Christmas, season. That would be uh, crazy. Christmas time, yeah. Within Christmas, not summer, yeah. 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 Uh, all of that's a pretty good event. Um, don't this, this won't happen, but, you know, I think it actually would be perfectly reasonable to have all of this stuff and then... I know we we expect an October event for iPad and, and, and Mac updates, and that, that's what will happen. But I think there was even a year where they did this where they just put everything yep. all in one event. And, you know, what what, what can you say about the, the entry-level iPad besides it has a
1: like new e- design? Everything we just mentioned after the iPhone stuff could very easily be yeah. September or October, depending on how they want to sli- slice and dice yeah. it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is the last moment that we can predict these things before it just becomes true. So. I'm looking forward to it. Hmm. I, I like it all. I'm glad people. I'm glad people will be in attendance. Yes, so a, that, Is he going to be watching a
1: video in the stage upstairs? Are they going to have some actual stage it, stuff? Yeah, I'd like it if it no. was, but I don't think it's, it's going to happen. Still,
0: <laughs> I think it's a repeat of WWDC where, like, if you're there in person, you see Tim Cook and Craig Federighi or whoever, and then if you and you have a hands-on afterwards makes total sense because it would be very weird to go to a theater have no interaction just watch the video and then leave oh yeah they'll have hands-on like, the, the hands-on
1: section yeah
0: well even like like you know how tim cook was on stage mm-hmm. pre keynote but don't you think they could yeah. even do
1: that bit filmed that could be a very baby step
0: <laughs> well, what do you well, what do you see on the screen in the theater if that's part of the presentation you see, that no, you you're see
1: watching? tim cook Is he there in person
0: I, okay. So there'd be a light. So at like the, the of very, very plus... start.
1: Tim Cook comes out. Good morning. And now we're going to introduce the Apple Watch. And then they smoothly change to a pre-recorded transition. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The. Um, I mean, it's. It is probably more difficult to release a live stream event than a pre-canned event, but they certainly can do that. That's the normal way. Uh, I, I sent you a video a few weeks ago, I was watching back just sort of what what was a live event like and I watched the iOS seven keynote. And something that stood out to me. Besides, the, you know, the humor and interaction with the crowd and everything that that's part of a live event that you can't do now, is that when they played the videos, like there was the video reveal of iOS seven with Johnny Ive speaking over it. They also included the the crowd reaction. So, you know, when they showed the weather app, the crowd cheered, and you heard that, and that was authentic. And there was maybe another example of that in the same video. That, that but, was a WWDC, um, though, I, I, so
1: obviously there's more crowd clapping opportunity because they have, like, 5,000 developers versus, like, 200 press or whatever. Yeah, small room, though. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I missed the stuff. live events, uh, I'll it's, say it. It's all in the I, mic I think game. the live events were better. They were just, you know, more fun to watch, more, like, the risk of something going wrong was always enticing. Watching a perfectly made pre-recorded <laughs> video... Not as interesting. It's it it's a Utah. They make they make the best like pre recorded event videos of any company I've ever seen. But you do it three or four times, you're like, not quite the same.
0: Yeah. Well, I I, I this event seems fast approaching. Maybe part of that is just being pretty busy lately, but uh I, it's exciting that as we record on September the first that uh this is literally like within within. Yeah, I think to be a good event. <laughs> Yep, events on Wednesday. We record on Thursday, so we'll have uh, faster turnaround <laughs> compared to the usual. A usual Monday or Tuesday event. So um, that's that's our that's our predictions. Um, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe in uh, Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe for four ninety nine per month or forty nine ninety nine per year for the ad free version. We appreciate everyone who does that. For uh, for the, the ad supported version, we appreciate all of our our followers there wherever you listen. And um, if you have any feedback for the show Or you want to rate the show to give it a boost We appreciate that And uh, you can also email Benjamin and I together At nine, at Happy Hour I've, I mess this up like once, once a year Happy Hour at 9to5mac.com I'll, I'll have it next week when it's showtime uh, You can follow me on Twitter at ApolloZac That's A-P-O-L-L-O-Z-A-C Benjamin you're on Twitter at
1: B-Z-A-M-A And we'll be back
0: after the event Bye everybody
1: Bye bye